I'm Dustin Williams, and this is Old Man Style Cards, a podcast about trading cards. I started in the hobby in 1987 and just jumped back in. I'm here to talk about junk wax and throwbacks, what's changed, and some tips and tricks to help you better understand the hobby. New to the hobby? Just jump back in? I'm here to help you. New episodes every week on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you stream podcasts. Hey, this is Dustin, and welcome back to the Old Man Style Cards Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to break down a whole bunch of random topics for you, and it's going to be all over the place, and there will be no rhyme or reason to it. Um, But the first topic we're going to talk about in this podcast is Jose Arebe. Yes, you heard me correctly. Jose Arebe will be the lead-all topic in today's podcast. I'm going to break down all the craziness with his cards All the things with my man, Jose Aribe. Second topic will be about the 91 Fleer Provisions and the awesomeness of that set of cards and talk about that, um, kind of break that down a little bit for you and take you down uh, memory uh, lane with that one. Uh, The next thing I want to talk about is my new thing that I'm doing on my Instagram page called the Tip of the Week, and I'll talk about... um, just being careful with uh, buying uh, wax packs either at a card show or online. Um, we'll also talk a little bit about uh, eBay and some of the things that I've done on there recently and give you some tips and tricks from that. And um, also just kind of break down the 91 Don Russ wax box that I just opened and talk to you about the simplicity of that uh, product and how it's just a great cheap pull. Uh, if you're looking to enjoy some junk wax. So, yep. So, thanks for joining me. And let's get kicked off with Jose Aribe. Raise your hand if you're listening to this podcast. And if you're driving, keep your hands on the wheel. But let me know if you thought that you, I would be talking about Jose Aribe or that's even a topic of conversation. Because in the junk wax era... We, we talk about Ken Griffey Jr., Michael Jordan, Frank Thomas. You know, we, we talk about these guys, but we don't talk about Jose Arebe. But today we are. And let me break down this a little, a little bit to you. This, this basically started, this started recently, actually. I would say a few weeks ago, I opened a, a box of 1990 Fleer. And I think I was, like, using the app uh, Center Stage. And Center Stage is an awesome app that I use. Shout out to that company. It's a free app that I use that I got on the App Store. And if you hover your phone over the card, it will pull up the card. If it pulls up the wrong card, you have to do it again. But most of the times, it'll pull it up on the first try. And I think what happened was I I pulled up a card and it, it came up Jose Arebe, I believe, or something like that. And it wasn't, and um, I saw like these pricing of Jose Arebe sold on eBay for was like a thousand dollars, and so I'm looking at eBay right now, and the current prices for like some of his air cards are like fifteen hundred dollars, thirteen hundred dollars, seven hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, there's one right now that just sold for three dollars. So they're all over the place. Um, I don't think you're going to be rich, unfortunately, if you have a Jose Arebe era card. So I do want to not lead you on as I talk through this that you're about to be rich with the Jose Arebe card. But my heart did stop a little bit uh, when I opened a box of 91 Don Russ and 
I came across a Jose Arribe era card and I pulled it up and like literally everything was showing like a thousand dollars or more for this card. And I knew, I knew, but I didn't know, but I wanted to know, like, like as a kid, I wanted to be like, man, I, I got like the Holy Grail of the 91 Don Russ. But then, you know, the logic comes in now that I'm an adult and I'm older that you can't get a, you know, there's no way you can get a box of 91 Don Russ if there's a chance to pull a $1,500 card like that in one of those boxes. Those would have been, you know, in the hundreds and hundreds of dollars if you had a chance to do that. So I knew it wasn't real. And it was like, but I did, I did get really excited and it got me really thinking about this guy, Jose Arribe. So I'm going to break this down for you real quick and it's going to blow your mind. Um, and if it doesn't blow your mind, I, I, I can't I can't explain to you since I've been opening junk wax and going through this this hobby. I've never seen the amount of errors that this guy has on his card. So let me break it down to you what I found so far. Jose Arribe, error card, 87 Fleer, uh 19 uh, sorry, 87 Fleer, 1987 Don Russ, 1988 Don Russ, 1990 Don Russ, 1991 Fleer, oh this 1990 Fleer. In 1991, Don Russ. So I'm going to count this up. One, two, three, four, five. We have eight through the years from 87 to 91. There is eight different cards that are air cards of Jose Arribe. They're all over the place. And the majority of them aren't really crazy. It's just the, he has the wrong birthday. Like, no, it looks like Don Russ or Fleer could not figure out when Jose Arribe's birthday was. And they also couldn't figure out how what his middle name was. So like the 91 Don Russ card I have, they completely murdered his middle name and the birthday is wrong. And that's his, that's his, that's his double air card in 1991 Don Russ. So if you want to have some fun, go through your collection and see if you have any, uh, Jose Arribe air cards, look them up, kind of a little fun rabbit hole to go down. I mean, I just gave you, uh, you know, eight of them. There might be more. I got like overwhelmed as I was as I was looking these up on eBay and I googled this. I mean, it it, it really all started from what I researched. This started with um, kind of like a, I think it was a ninety Fleer was the one that kind of took off. But people were um, basically shield bidding, and what a shield bid is is basically like they post the card and then they rebuy the card or have someone buy the card for them at a high rate and then just give them the money back. Stupid. I don't know why people do that. Um, I mean, I do know why people do it because they want to try to make money and boost the card value, but it's Jose Arribe. Like, like seriously, like, is someone buying that car for $1,300? Like, is that the end game to get Jose Arribe's 91 Don Russ card to average at $1,300? Nobody's, nobody's doing that. Um, so, Hit me up in my hit me up in my Instagram messages if you know any more about Jose Arribe. If you've heard anything else, seen anything else, you're just like blown away by this. But yeah, follow me on Instagram at Old Man Style Cards. Uh, you can message me there. I'm also on uh, Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter, it's Old Man Style Card. Couldn't get the S in because they wouldn't let me have that many characters. But uh, message me on either of those. Love to talk about Jose Arribe. See if you found anything else out. Uh, maybe I'll do a part two, Jose Arribe, on the podcast. But you guys, like, it is crazy how many error cards he has. And we'll talk about this in a little bit when I talk about eBay. But, like, it just stinks. Like, there's literally someone that keeps creating different accounts on eBay and and posting a Jose Arribe card. And then 
it's it's being sold quote unquote for you know thirteen hundred dollars fifteen hundred dollars five hundred dollars whatever it is it's just crazy that that's even a thing um, but i will mark that currently because i've only been doing this for a little over a year now the most random thing i've encountered so far in the junk wax journey is the jose arribe era scandal uh conspiracy whatever you want to call it jose arribe gate it's crazy um so yep but it's exciting, as you can tell, because I've, I've been talking about this, looking down at this podcast for about five minutes. So thanks for uh, thanks for listening to that. And let me know if you come across any other error cards, any other random things about Jose Arribe. Hit me up. I'm always learning and always wanting to find out more with the hobby. Switching gears, 1991 Fleer Provisions. Shout out to my man, Fatty D777, that's three sevens, so Fatty D777, his name's David. I mean, this guy has a lot of empathy for me. He saw he saw how devastated I was when I opened a box of 91 Fleer, and uh, I, I had been giving some good boxes, so, you know, I knew it was bound to happen when you buy all these junk wax boxes, and as I was going through it, uh, I caught the search for black gold, and I was going through the cards, and... Uh, I call it black gold, and I, I stole this from somewhere, so it's not my original thing, but I want to claim that's original because I think it's pretty genius. But all the cards are bright yellow. They'll blind your eyes, but as you're going through them, a black ProVision card will stand out as you're flipping through the cards. And it's it's basically called black gold for the reason of you're, you're not going to find anything really good in 91 Fleer. But these ProVisions, if centered and... Um, you know, the edges aren't worn down or, or kind of shading off to white to black, you know, you might get some good money, especially with the Mark McGuire and Bo Jackson um, and the Jose is actually a lot of them. If you get them centered, these these are really, really good cards. I know the Mark McGuire 91 Fleer ProVision in a PSA 10 sold for over $1,000, uh recently on eBay. So there is a... Um, there is a market for that. That is not a, a random Jose Arribe conspiracy. There are people buying 91 Fleer Provisions for that amount. So, yeah, but David, long story short, David felt bad for me, and uh, he messaged me and said, hey, man, I'm going to send you the whole set of 91 Fleer Provisions, which is awesome. Like, it was, like, made my day because in my hobby and collection through the years, you know, because I started in 87, I've never had every single provision. And I've always wanted to have every single one, and he made it happen and mailed them to my house. And some of them, you guys, are pristine. Um, check it out on my Instagram page. I posted this uh, maybe a week ago or something like that. Check it out. Look at these cards. Really, really digging. Um, pretty much all of them are centered really good. Uh, but check them out. Uh, but yeah, my top three of 91 Fleer ProVisions, this set is this, is this beautiful. I would say my top three, uh, number one, uh, coming in at number one, would probably be the Bo Jackson. Uh, number two would be Mark McGuire. Number three, Canseco. Number four, it's going to be a toss-up here between Kirby Puckett and Mattingly, but I might give the edge to uh, Mattingly. With the pinstripes, we won't be over with that. And then of that set, because there's not a ton of cards in that set, of that set, um, the the what I call the wild card that is a really cool card is the Mike Greenwell card with the green monster in the background. I uh, showed that to my kids, and they actually, if they were going to pick their favorite, they actually picked the green monster card. 
So everybody's got their thing, but um, love, love, love those cards. And uh, yeah, check those out. You know, again, like you're listening to this podcast, my my goal is just to get you excited, take you down memory lane, maybe just go back into your collection and, and open some things or look at some things. But man, if you go back and look at your at your FLIR ProVision, I mean, it'll take you back to the good old days, and that's what this is about. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip tip of the day and go back to that in a second, but I'm gonna talk about 91 Donruss. Um, I would say, I mean, I spent $15 on this box and I don't spend a lot of money on most of my wax boxes, but this box, you guys, is awesome. Uh, I loved it. 91 Donruss Series 1. Series 2 is fun, too. It's got the mini green cards. I call them the chocolate chip mint ice cream uh, cards. Those cards are cool, but the 91 Donruss Series 1, I mean, you can't get better. Like, to me, I mean, you've got the Diamond Kings in there. you got All-Star cards, Highlight cards. Um, it's just a fun... Uh, fun box to open. It's a cheap box to open. Um, you know, I think what I've been I'm talking to a few folks, I got end up getting, let's see, two base Griffey cards and three all-star King Griffey Jr. cards in that one box. That's kind of like the going raid. I think you can get some, you can pull a lot of King Griffey Juniors in there. And so you can't beat that for 15 bucks. Um, so give that, give that wax box a try. I would say that's my diamond in the rough. Um, uh, maybe I'll make that a, um, a spotlight or uh kind of like one of my annual things i'll do on this podcast is kind of uh highlight some of the best uh junk wax boxes and i've talked about it but i'll, I'll highlight that one for this week yep, go get you a 91 don russ wax box uh if i were you i would try to find it in person and not get shipping because the box again is only worth about 15 dollars. I've, I've seen a few selling it for 12 13 i mean don't pay more for shipping than the actual box try to find that at a local card show local card shop if someone has it um but try to find that one locally but a really really cool box um that's there um so yeah 91 don russ where it's at check out my instagram you can see all the hits on that uh pretty much pulled almost every single great player from 1991 in that box so 15 dollars, hit it up switching gears to the tip of the week that i did i'm gonna do a new tip of the week very soon on my instagram page uh, tip of the week is something that is I want to start doing just to help folks out because there's so many random stuff. There's so much random stuff, honestly, that I've learned that I wish I had known before I even jumped back in. And so that's why I'm doing this. But when I first jumped back in, I was at a card show and walking, walking, you know, walking down the aisles and things like that. And I was like, man, I can't afford an 89 Upper Deck Low Series box, but this guy's selling a pack for, I think it was $12 a pack or $14 a pack or something like that. And I was like, man, I, I might get I might get a pack of those and see if I can pull a King Griffey Jr. And that's a pretty good deal, you know, like pull out a PSA 9 or 10 of a Griffey and get my money back and more. And then I'm like, I don't know, like, you know, I decided not to do that. I usually don't buy random packs like that anyway because I like to open the full box. And then I was on eBay last yeah last week, and I was like, man, I, I see a lot of people doing this, and and unfortunately that's where we are in the hobby, and we've always kind of been there, is just the trust of things. But you know, I saw someone posting a '93 Fleer Ultra a series um, series two pack, and in the series, I think it was series one, series two, but they were posted pack, and you can get the scoring kings in there, and that's how they were advertising. It's like, hey, see if you can pull a Michael Jordan scoring Kings. Here's a pack of 93 Fleur Ultra. Well, the thing about that is, is that you don't know if the person that's selling those packs has already opened 
and got the insert out. It might not be in the Michael Jordan scoring kings. It could have been the Charles Barkley scoring kings. And now he's got, you know, maybe 26 packs left or 10 packs left. He could easily just sell the rest of the packs because he knows that in that box, there's only a one in 36 chance of getting a scoring kings. Not, not everybody breaks it down like that, but they just go, oh, yeah, I, I want to open this pack and see if I can pull it. And, and most of the times, maybe this guy has been truthful, but you just don't know. And so I advise people to not buy packs like that online unless you actually absolutely know the person and you trust the person. Uh, but I would not buy packs looking for, like, a really great card like that because you have no idea what they've done. Um, with those packs and this also goes back to like the frankenstein box um and i and i and i talked about this maybe on episode three or four of this podcast series is that i got an 89 fleer box and literally got the same like stack of nine packs over and over again in this box and that was uh sealed by bbce now it wasn't from a sealed i mean sorry it wasn't from a uh, a, a case like it wasn't fresh from a sealed case but it basically said an unopened box well my box was searched and i think a lot of people are and this is a known fact this isn't i think i should say this this is a known fact people were just going through and pulling griffey's out and other key players and other key inserts out and then resealing these packs and selling them to people like that's a known thing happened when i was a kid unfortunately and that was a known thing that's happened and so just be careful if you're about to drop, you know, it may only be $12, but it's, it's a fake, tw- it's, it's not, again, it's like, so when I say it's only $12, it's still your money. Like I would not just buy a pack of cards thinking that someone just opened a brand new box and they just took all 36 packs out and just going to sell them individually without them even going through them, especially a scoring Kings. Um, when that Jordan roll you know, a good raw Jordan scoring Kings could be $500, $600. They're just not going to sell them individually like that. So just be careful with your money. It's my tip of the week. Be careful when buying packs. Uh, but if you're buying cheap packs, I mean, I pulled out a Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, I was at a card show and it was an 87 tops pack with a 92 or 93 stadium club baseball pack. And I pulled out a member's choice Ken Griffey from that uh, random pack I bought at a card show. Um, but again, that Griffey I pulled is not high end. So I wasn't really worried about it. And I think it cost me three or $4 for two packs. So willing to do that kind of thing. So I'm not anti anti buying packs, but I'm anti buying high end packs of cards that you have no idea if they've been searched or looked through. So just be careful when you do that. Uh, eBay going to switch gears to the next thing here and kind of wrap this up. eBay, it's been around forever. It's still the number one uh, place to buy uh, cards. Uh, it's the number one retailer. Uh, people call it eBay because, you know, they charge a whole bunch of fees to sell your cards and things like that. But eBay is great. I mean, uh, there's there's some other ones out there. I haven't really got into ComC, which is called uh, comc.com. Check out my cards.com. I haven't really got into that one. Um, as much people love that one. I just hadn't been able, I haven't had as much fun as I had just being on eBay and you know, on eBay, you just type in the player, Michael Jordan, and there's just constantly cards that's being sold every, every second of the day and the countdown's on and you can find some great deals out there. So if you, so another tip really would be if you're really looking for something, just, just play around on eBay and just look through the search and see what's being out there. I mean, sometimes 
you could have a card has no bids, and then I, I hit the the like the favorite button or the like the like the like button on that, and say that I'm watching it. And then sometimes the seller will contact me, and they could take fifty percent off the card or take twenty percent off. And you can message them and say, "Look, the lowest I can do is this," and you might could get that card for fifty percent off of what it was posted for. Not always the case, but a really great um, a really great strategy. And so. The hobby, as you've seen, I mean, people like all these cards are going down. Um, some of the lower end stuff, you know, stays the same. But the market, you know, people are being smarter with their money, and the market has definitely dipped. And this is a this is a buyer's market, um, but it's a great market for me because I'm not buying a thousand dollar cards or even five hundred dollar cards. I'm buying ten dollar cards, twenty dollar cards, you know, five dollar cards, a dollar cards. I'm loving it. And there's a lot being sold because I think a lot of people spent way too much money during the pandemic and now they're just trying to liquidate and I'm ready to collect on some of these things. Random stuff that I'll conclude with this podcast, some random cards that I just fell in love with is uh, Harold Miner. Check out his uh, 92 Flare Ultra card. He's shooting over Jordan like a fadeaway because they called him Baby Jordan. And, he, and this card on Flare Ultra uh, Harold Miner, he is doing a he's doing a signature Michael Jordan fadeaway on Michael Jordan, and Jordan is trying to block it, and it is an awesome card. And I'm on the search to get that card, and they're everywhere. When I say on the search, I'm trying to get a good deal and possibly graded, um, just to put into my personal collection. Another random card is a Whitney Houston Pro Set card of her singing at the Super Bowl. Um, this saw this on Instagram, fell in love with this one. Go check that one out. It's a really cool card. Uh, Whitney Houston on pro set doing the iconic star spangled banner. Love some of those random cards like that. This saw, uh, yesterday, Fred Hoiberg, they call him the mayor. It's this upper deck card. And it looks like he accidentally tries to hit, uh, Vince Carter, in his junk junk and Vince Carter is giving him a stare down while holding himself and it is just an epic what I call junk wax portraits card so if you're uh, if you haven't followed me on Instagram I do a junk wax portraits of random funny cards and this one is epic and I've got to get this one because uh, Vince Carter's face is hilarious um, that'd be a cool autograph card too for him to see that card again and, and get it autoed but yeah, eBay's fun. You know, my, my my tips with eBay too is, you know, as you're looking through, you know, go to the filters and click. And this is not always obvious to everyone. So if you're hearing this and you're like, I know about this, this is stupid. Just know that not everybody knows this stuff. And I actually didn't learn this right away because I didn't use eBay that much. But just click the box completed and sold. And that's going to give you the actual snapshot of what the card's worth. So if you're interested in a card, say you're interested like I was just recently in a 90-score Frank Thomas rookie card, before you spend the money, see what is actually being sold for before you start bidding. So you kind of have, have, a, have a frame of like you're not getting a great deal or you are getting a good deal. You know what it's actually being sold for. So go through that. If you're at a card show and you're looking at buying a card, you know, be careful when you just initially search it you're looking at what this been posted for. Well, anybody can post a car for any amount they want, but what's being what's been sold for is the accurate thing you want to look for. So definitely do that. But yeah, have fun as you look around. There's all kinds of sites. Burbank Sports Cards um, 
is another really good website that sells tons of cards, have tons of inventory. Um, but yeah, a lot of these things I'm talking about, guys, you can get a card that could be like I just bought this really cool card to talk about next week. But I just bought a card for a dollar fifty, and the shipping on it was like two dollars or something. So like this card's three bucks. Um, that's pretty much what the card's worth. And so um, you can find any cards you're looking for out there. And there's a lot of stuff that's cheap out there on eBay, ComC, Burbank Sports Cards. You know, those those are the three places that I've seen. Golden Auctions is another place. I haven't played around with that much, but with the market dropping off, you can find some deals in goldenauctions.com. Um, there's just so many things being liquidated and sold. But take your time. Be patient. Like I tried, I had someone message out to me, and they know that I'm on this on the hunt for the 89 Upper Deck Griffey. It keeps dropping. You know, like I like I, I really want a, a, a PSA 10 in Griffey, but I can't afford that. So I've narrowed my sights in on a PSA 9 uh, Griffey, but I want it to be centered. I want it to be perfect. And um, this will be a card in my in my grail of cards, and I'm not going to just settle because these these cards are everywhere. So it keeps dropping in price. The PSA nine Griffey, I think, even a year ago was selling for like three fifty. It's like two hundred one ninety now. It keeps dropping, so not in a rush. Even though I love to have it and see it and and stare at it all the time, um, not in a rush because it keeps uh, you know dropping. So this is a buyer's market, everybody. Get excited if you are just jumping back in the hobby, if you're listening for the first time. Uh, what a perfect opportunity for you to get into this. Some of the wax boxes are going down, so some of the high-end stuff, I'm actually waiting it out because uh, I've heard people say, you know, yeah, that 90 FLIR box, Dustin, that you see for $75, $100, it was $40 back in 2017 before the Jordan documentary. Well, I think the ninety flare box will go back to forty dollars. Probably not, but it probably won't. It probably won't stay at ninety either. So it might hit you at a sweet spot of sixty or sixty-five. That's great. I mean, you just save thirty dollars doing that. So don't rush. That's another tip for you. Don't rush in this hobby. Um, have a budget. Um, see if you can sell stuff too, and that way it helps pay for the hobby. It's what I've been doing. Um, but you just collect what you love and. Um, you know, yeah. So just thanks for listening. And again, you know, message me. Let me know if you want to um, hear something on this podcast, or if you got anything that you would want to share. You know, message me on social. Love to hear from you. And you guys have a great rest of your day.